Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to Urban Taste, the beautiful game of life. Uh, today we have Heidi Kwan, artist, actress, uh, and we also have Joe Zamar as our guest co-host for today. Welcome. Yes. How's it going, hey. guys? You having a good time so far? It's a great time. Always. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so can you start off by uh, introducing yourself and letting us know um, what you pretty much are up to and what you do? Yeah, of course. Um, well, as you said, I'm Heidi Kwan. Um, I'm an actor and artist. Um, originally, I'm from the Netherlands. I lived there until I was 16 and then moved to San Francisco when I was 16. I said that already. And then went to art school in San Diego and then came to L.A. about um, two years ago. Okay. So, yeah. so ethnic-wise, you mm-hmm. are... I'm Chinese and German. My mom is okay. a quarter German, okay. so that makes me one-eighth because my dad is full Chinese. Okay, so your dad's full Chinese. Yeah. He was a Mac back in the days, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he lives in China now. My mom okay. lives in San Francisco, so I kind of still have that mm-hmm. um, biracial upbringing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Is that where you're, the, the color of your eyes? Actually, I mean, I don't know where, I think they are just like, heritage-wise, they mm-hmm. come from my German side. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told that they're hazel, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. we focus on our eyes, they're a very <laughs> unique color for an Asian, right? You yeah. That? Yeah. Are we are we camera. close enough? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Joseph Mars colors hazel or brown, but you know that's normal Brownish. for you know Hispanic dude. You know. What I mean? <laughs> exactly. All right. So you were born in San Francisco, but then you moved to the the actually I moved to Vattingsfane, which is a tiny tiny um, village about forty minutes outside of Amsterdam. It's like okay. a tiny suburb. Basically, was like the only Asian there. Like uh-huh. there was no. Um, like fringe of Asian is out there. So and then I but I went to school in The Hague, which is quite an international city. Um, I went there because I was studying classical ballet at the Royal Conservatory for about five years. And then after that didn't work out, I was sixteen, I looked at my mom and I was like, Why are we still here? And then we moved back to San Francisco. So you moved there in order to study ballet or you just got into it because you happened to be out there? Yeah, I think I just actually I had really bad feet and I was walking with like a curvature in. Okay. I, like this, and yeah. then my doctor was like, "You should take ballet because really? everything's positioned outwards." Because you're like, you were like pigeon toed. Yeah, I, yeah, that's okay. the word. Okay, yes. yeah, right. <laughs> I was like making do with my hands. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I did ballet, and then people were like, "You should audition," and I right. did. So I got into that school, and it was great. But um, my feet technically are just not strong enough. My ankles are not strong enough okay. to be on point all the time. So it was kind of at 16, I kind of had to like reevaluate my life choices and pick another career and hobby so I've seen ballet uh, you're you're a huge fan of ballet right Josema? you no. are <laughs> <laughs> my, my niece does ballet but okay. that's, about, okay. that's about it that's right. as far that's as I'll enough. go yeah. but you know how like ballet dancers look very graceful and obviously they are yeah right? but then and but their feet take a huge beating too because you, yeah. you mentioned your feet sure. and yeah. you know you were like um, pigeon toed but yeah. then your feet take a huge beating you know what I mean and yeah it's like have to do certain positions and that's not no joke for your feet yeah it's it's, it's not natural it defies gravity mm-hmm. but it, that's kind of like the illusion of the art and the yeah, sport exactly. but i think the same is for soccer like you do so many unnatural things with it but 
it's it's worth yeah. it. So yeah. whatever. Sometimes you just can't believe you just did you that. Just that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, thank God. <laughs> right. That's a good word, illusion, because like have you, you know that one scene in Titanic. I always bring up like movies, oh, you know, yeah. scenes, but oh, yeah. Titanic, right? <laughs> Where she, you know, yeah, goes on her totally, toes. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. I could. Okay. Yeah, but. But you wouldn't want to, right? No. Okay. <laughs> just for your sake. <laughs> right. And then uh, as a, uh, your upbringing over there, uh, so you you became a, a big soccer fan because of that. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, soccer is basically like everyone's bread and butter. It's mm-hmm. kind of what brings the country together, and it's it's always like a, it's not a it's not a pastime. It's more just something like cultural staple, and like every day or every week there's a game that you look forward to, and you, especially during like. European Championships or World Cups, there's it's just like this pride that you've never felt before, and just the community right. gets together, and it's pretty magical. Like I miss that a lot. Right. Yeah. And so you're into like the uh, the whole orange color. Oh because yeah. Of that? I mean, I used <laughs> to be at, yeah, yeah, Ovania, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. best. I mean, my Wi-Fi name is um, Orange. Like that's my Wi-Fi. Okay. What's your password? <laughs> <laughs> it has something to do with Miles Davis, but all right, I'll figure, we'll crack that. Those want to crack that, all right? I'm welcome yeah. to. <laughs> so then, okay, so you were into soccer growing up. Yeah. How was it like uh, being? Okay, so you grew up in the Netherlands. Yeah. How was it uh, growing up? Like, was there a lot of, um, like, in the U.S. Yeah. If you're like the only Asian, especially yeah. that you know, like 15, 20 years ago, in certain parts of the country, even like in L.A., totally. Uh, yeah. It was not that easy growing up. How was it like? I'm curious about how that was in the Netherlands. I mean, especially because I lived in a small village, it was hard. Like, my sister and I were made fun of, I mean, by other kids. And they would just go like, oh, hunky-punky. You know, they would always make fun of our, like, physical attributes and stuff. But I think... Hunky-punky, is that the, like, the Dutch version of chink or something? Or Probably. Oh, wait, okay. that's not an American? No, no thing. Oh, sorry. hunky before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't ever go around calling people hunky-punky, right? Wait, sorry, I thought that was, like, a known no, thing. No, that's not. Okay, well, it's a known thing in my, like, especially, like, growing up in a village. I don't, mm-hmm. like, Hunky actually means something else in the U.S., hunky? by the way. Hunky? Oh, yeah, it's, like, a hunk. No! Oh, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Hey, can you uh, give uh, me your... Okay, uh, well... I don't know. I thought you guys were talking about that. Okay. The, that hunky dunky. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought she said hunky. She oh. was saying hunky, hunky punky. I don't, even, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they were saying because okay. I just like blocked it out <laughs> okay, mentally. Good, good. But it was like part of a birthday song. So I remember during every like birthday, they would always sing the Dutch version and then they would sing the, the like the racially like slurred version that was an Asian like okay. that thing. And I would right. always like cringe and I'd be so embarrassed. Mm. And but I think now looking back at it, like I can't blame them. They were like living in a small village they didn't know yeah. better it was not out of malice it was just out right. of you know just that those were like the spirit of the times but luckily enough i was mm-hmm. able to go to, to the school in like a big city okay. where that was more acceptable right so in a small village are they like what are they like, throwing potatoes at you or something like that no or but my like... sister and i did get shoved into a corner one time and like okay. people were just like saying like oh or like even when i was walking to school they were like oh go like you fucking chinese like go away and i was like me? Right. This is growing up, right? Yeah. Okay. It was hard. That's why coming to America, I was, I mean, especially in San Francisco, I was just like, wow, I actually, for the one, like, first time in my life, I feel at home. And, like, in the midst of all that, you, like, fell in love with soccer. Oh, I did. But that, <laughs> see, that's, a good thing. but that's the weird thing about it. Like, that's why I love the game of soccer, because as much as I felt like an outsider in yeah. the Netherlands, when the World Cup or the Euro Cup came exactly. around, we all come together. Like even, I mean, there's a lot of like racial disparities and tensions yeah. going on even now with like Moroccans and Turkish immigrants. And but even like regardless of that, yeah. like whenever that happens, everyone's just on the same page. So it's quite 
right. So can you still speak the language then? Yeah, it's my first language. I mean, I'd say nowadays my yeah. I can't speak like. No, actually, yeah, I can speak it. You can. Perfectly. Okay. So then you went from a, a place like that, which they didn't have any Asians, and then you went to like Chinatown in San Francisco, or what? <laughs> no. where did you move to in San Francisco? Um, actually, like I moved right. Do you know where like Balboa Park is? Yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. I lived so, up there for about five years oh, oh, in uh, the Bay Area. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it was very diverse, and mm-hmm. I lived with my mom and my aunt and my cousin, and my grandma. So we were all like in one house together, and it was it's great. I mean, I've never been with family because I have no family in Holland, so it was just. It was like the best. Okay. So yeah. who do you root for if in an international game the U.S. Okay. is playing against uh, the Netherlands? Oh, I still root for the Netherlands. You did? Yeah. You're speaking <laughs> to the mic so that people know where your loyalty lies? Like, it like, <laughs> I'd still oh, root man. for the Netherlands. Right. What about you, Josmar? I think I'd go for USA all day. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're not talking about uh, Netherlands. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so your, your home country. Where's your home country from? Right, your ethnicity. Uh, my, well, well, my dad's from Ecuador. Yeah. So I'm like a big Ecuador fan. Yeah. So um, Ecuador is playing against the U.S. Ecuador all day. Okay. So, you know what's interesting yeah. is like I've had this conversation with my friends, and honestly, like when it comes to like a soccer game, uh, you know, from so I have a South Korean background. Yeah. If it's U.S. versus South Korea, I do root for South Korea. Yeah. Of course. But I did say like, hey, if there was a war though, right? And it was, yeah, it's kind of a weird topic. But if it was like U.S. versus South Korea, I would root for U.S. because I'm a U.S. citizen. Yeah. And this is where my home is, my yeah. family is. Like, yeah. hey, you can't like live well, here, yeah, have yes. all your ties and roots. Yeah, and sure. then all of a sudden when it comes to like, you know, I mean, yeah. something like that and be like, oh, but I'm going to, sure. you no. know. Well, like for the hopefully World Cup 2018 Russia, okay. mm-hmm. I'm hoping that Ecuador makes it to the. They won't, but you know. We can <laughs> Yeah, it was when, when they make it, you okay, know, when when they make it, okay. most likely USA will mm-hmm. make it. Like I plan to go to Russia mm-hmm. and then act, uh, my my goal is to go to a USA game yeah. and an Ecuador game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. But don't you think that part of that problem is also that because the culture in USA is not hyping you up enough to be like yeah. pledge your allegiance to America to, in, to in the a sense? US yeah, like how many people to are going to the country we're talking about like in the, for the, as a fan? Yeah, as a fan, like yeah. because America like we're we're getting there, but mm-hmm. we're still not there on par as you know, Ecuador or yeah. the Netherlands. So it's like, well, it's going to be interesting to see like how many people are actually going to take that flight over there, take that yeah. trip, yeah. which is kind of cool actually. You know, because right. Russia and the U.S. is that tension. You know, it's yeah. a little bit of tension. So <laughs> Who knows? I'm excited to see like how Putin is going to like mm. take care of everybody, make sure everything yeah. runs smoothly. Which right, is right. Interesting. I would not. Yeah, that's. We'll see how that goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think to your point, though, like. You know, without like belaboring the point about how U.S. soccer has all these negatives, I just, you know, I don't know what it is. It's like there's something about it where it's like it's hard to be a a, a supporter of uh, like U.S. soccer and be like a diehard fan. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because as a country we have so many, we have so much diversity, and there's so many different kind of. Uh, ethnic yeah. backgrounds yeah. i don't know what it is like you know but then yeah. other countries like singapore you know what i mean they they're kind of like or like you know what i mean they have yeah. like that kind of makeup and they're still very supportive i don't know what it yeah, is i guess a lot, like, to me like a lot of countries like they're either their their countries are known for something like baseball mm-hmm. or soccer you know what i mean usa is kind of like nfl yeah. baseball so, yeah nba soccer a little right. bit of you know what i mean so right so the, it fan, is, it the is fans difficult. are already stratified into multiple different areas of sports yeah, to begin exactly. with, yeah. and then within the soccer, then there's a further. It's a little, it's a community, know. but it is growing. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. it's expanding. You know, so. Yeah, I think there's just too much other stuff to look right. at and worry about and care about. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so going back to you know your background now. So now you're like 16, growing up in San Francisco. Yeah. Right? How was that? Um, what was the experience like? It was great. I mean, I went to school. I went to public school in San Francisco. Yeah, and you say it like it's a bad thing. Like that's no. All. We don't even know what private school is like. No, so, you know, so. that's what I'm saying. No, but I think some people. I mean, bougie. No, that sounds cool. People just say like, "Hey, I just went to school." You know what I mean? But no. like, I went to okay, well, public school. Like, you know, my life took a downturn. <laughs> no, I don't mean that at all. Oh, okay, I'm just okay. saying like, know, you know. there's a big differentiation between what you were used to. What I was used to in, right, in, in Holland, your privileged in, lifestyle in Europe. Not even privileged. Okay. It was just like very um, isolated. Mm. Didn't know anything about the world necessarily. Everyone right. was very one-track minded. Mm -hmm. So I came to San Francisco and I went to a public school. So I was Got exposed it. to all these different people with different like outlooks on life, um, and it was great. Like okay. I totally became a diehard nerd. Mm -hmm. um, just focus on studying. I mean, in Holland, I didn't give a shit about school, and I had horrible grades, and that's why I had to repeat my sophomore year when I came to America because okay. my grades were just terrible. Um, what high school did you go to? Balboa. Balboa. Shout was, out to Balboa High School. It was, no, it's like the best. I had the best teachers there, really? best mentors, and I like still think about them to this day. Like, even when the election happens, I think about, you know, the the pathways that they put me on, like intellectually, and it's just that was like one of the biggest life changing forces in my life. Yeah. I think, and it's weird to say that like high school does that for you because most people are like. Mm. What what uh, crowd were you a part of in high school then? It's strange. My I don't think my school really had a click or anything because really? everyone was just yeah. It's yeah. weird. Everyone I mean, was like kumbaya holding hands and just like. No, definitely okay. not. But yeah. it was it was not like clicky. I mean, I okay. definitely during lunchtime, I would just hang out in my like teachers room that's weird but with other kids it oh, okay like, you're a teacher's pet then or what's going on with that i was teacher's pet but i was just like intellectually stimulated enough right to, like, hang so what, okay so there's like a jock crowd there's yeah. a i don't know if they had hipster they back then they didn't have hipster crowd they were just yeah, called but, nerds okay no, so there's nerds and then there was you know like there's the always hipsters in san francisco hippies. okay yeah hippies no i think so they then, all you know what well yeah you know just, just all are you embarrassed about what no what click you hung out with just no, let us know but i do think i was like that weird kid mm. that no one knew where she came from and i would always wear blazers to school so you were in the, the, the you were in the, the drama the, the no, drama club didn't do drama anything <laughs> didn't do drama club. okay you were in the art, artistic crowd no i don't know yeah i just wore blazers to school okay. and i played soccer in high school that was okay. great so you didn't have like okay, so uh, your close friends yeah. like what what group would they be kind of a part of? Because I know he like what what group were you a part of? <laughs> yeah, I, was, out, you know? I was neutral. I was neutral. Well, yeah. you were Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> no, like well, this is this is crazy. I, like, okay. I played water polo okay. all throughout high school. Right. Why, why are you always bragging I, about I, your sports? I, I, I played soccer oh, like so, as, a, as a little kid. Water polo. <laughs> you're always bragging about your uh, athletic exploits. Okay, fine. You're on the water polo team. So I played soccer. So you're able to like life. you know do this, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, when okay. I got to high school, it was like a private all boys school. I tried out for the soccer team. Didn't yeah. like the coach. Okay, that's why you didn't make the team. Was over the soccer yeah. thing, and then I played water polo. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then I also was friends with like the football players. Okay. The, so yeah. kind of like it's kind of like the crowd. Yeah, like, everybody. Like I was in okay. I was in musicals. Musical. Oh, oh, you what? Why do you Word? sing? No. Uh, no, he was uh, the guy. He was the guy opening tree? and closing the curtains. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, it's uh, soccer. It's, it's, it's yeah. great. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Right. So no one has a crowd. I right, fine. Since none of you guys want, I'll tell you what crowd I was a part of. All right, fine. Uh, so I was part of like the uh, so I was like on you know uh, soccer right I was part of I wasn't part of the jock crowd at all though. so you mm -hmm. played soccer in I played school. soccer I was like the youngest on varsity made it sophomore year um, but then at the same time I wasn't 
I didn't I didn't hang out with the soccer crowd because mm-hmm. they were you know not to like be uh, they were just too dumb you know what I mean they're just too dumb for me and I like you know mentally stimulating <laughs> conversation yeah. and guys that you know yeah. talk on a higher level you know these oh. guys are just straight up you know what I mean that wasn't my crowd yeah but then I got along with like you know the smart crowd the honors class and nerds mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm not gonna hang out with them during lunchtime yeah you know what I mean like yeah. It's cool to like be in the honors <laughs> class, and you know what I mean. I understand, yeah. but like socially, I'm not gonna, you know, yep. I don't be a social exactly. pariah. So basically, I was just kind of like in this weird, like just me and like one other homie. Like, you know, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you had neutral. no friends. Yeah, I had no friends. Yeah, basically, like one other homie who's my best yeah. friend to this day, Dave Co. Shout out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it is what it is. And then when I, you know, and then college, when you go to, you know, I went to UCLA, and then there, everyone, no matter whatever crowd that they're a part of, whether they're know frat crafts work mm-hmm. everyone's pretty smart yeah, everyone you know yeah, what I mean? they're yeah. not idiots yeah so then there it's a little bit more like hey i can hang out with different anyone people. yeah 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 well that's, that's cool. nice yeah thanks for sharing yeah, you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> all right so tell us a little bit about your uh you said you were a fashion blogger too yeah you I mean, were you're no longer no 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 i mean okay. i when i moved from well, when I moved from Europe to San Francisco and I was in high school, I was kind of had a lot of free time on my hands, which I didn't have before. And I was kind of interested. I mean, I told you, right? I wore blazers all the time mm-hmm. and I kind of felt like yeah. weird about it. But then I was I discovered this like online community about fashion bloggers. So right. I just started my own blog spot and okay. started posting photos of me in my backyard. Yeah. And kind like, of take off. did it kind of take off? Or? Yeah, it was you good. You had a website? I had a website. Is it still um, up? You don't want to give up the URL. No, it's up. fine. It was like the Desert Fox with two X's. The Desert Fox with two X's. Okay, yeah. good. That's better than three X's. Though. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's, that's, okay. So that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's no good. I've had yeah. comments about that before. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think about yeah. that One in high school. One more X and then a whole nother <laughs> yeah, genre, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Anyways, I mean, I, <laughs> that happened. And okay. then, no, it was good for a while. Like, I got a, to work with a lot of brands, with MTV Style, and just really? um, a lot of features. But yeah. once I got into college, it was just didn't feel as organic anymore. I think so you're I was, doing all this in, while you were still in high school? Yeah, I did, did, I did it when I was 16. Wow, so, okay. But it was good. It was like, it was revenue income, of course, at SpaceWise. So I had that business mind, but at the same time, I didn't feel like it was authentically me because after a while, I just started posting to mm-hmm. adhere to clients. And, get money, get paid. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, that's not me. Really? And in college, I just wore like sweats mm. all the time. Okay. So I would like find myself getting dressed up just to take a photo yeah, to right, post right. it. And I was like, that's not authentic. And that's not cool. And right. then You just want to go to class in sweats. Yeah, and mm. I wanted to live in sweats. And I still do. So <laughs> I can see the blazer looks still kind of, you know what I mean? So like, but this but, could, but this look, is, these are like sweats. No, sweats. but I'm saying like this looks like a blazer. This is a leather I mean? jacket. It was I know, raining but it, yesterday. It, but it, could, it has that that. that I, I want to li- live in board shirts. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that they don't they can't see it, but below he's wearing board shorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's how you got your fashion blogging. That's what you're into. Okay. Yeah, that was what I into. But then when you when you had a website, were you other than kind of having like your outfit of the day and things like that and tagging different brands? Yeah. Were you uh, like uh, doing like a social commentary on kind of fashion as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like mm-hmm. I think um, especially when I moved to LA, I tried to shift it more towards like. It, um, a journal of like thoughts and just mm-hmm. like yeah social commentary in a sense but then okay. I just felt like unorganic and I was just like I, I can't get okay it. so going back to your roots then go ahead and go critique our outfits for right now okay can, without being too overly harsh though you know what I mean well because my, my homie right here he's got what do you call those like uh koala no you know those naps that, oh okay that's uh, what it looks like okay yeah. well I like this this is a really good quality I like the exposed yeah. zippers the zipper on the side like that. is that cool that's cool oh, okay um, i thought my so mom has those too so i don't know how cool that is but okay. <laughs> well your mom's very cool okay and then yeah. i like these dark denim wash jeans mm. with these what are these targets. Sort of like 
Like Chuck's. These, oh, these are real Saturdays. Saturdays. Okay, but they're like suede. Yeah. So that's cool. No, I like this. This is simple, clean, <laughs> yeah. street style, whatever. Okay. Monday morning. like After a rainy, long, okay. rainy no, long night. Right, cool. I like this. This is like a thermal. I'm wearing a thermal here okay, too. Okay, cool. Thermal. Thermal yeah. club. Thermal gang. Thermal gang. All right. <laughs> All right. This is a cool hat. I Thank don't you. Know. I got it from Adidas. Okay. Shout out to Adidas. Okay. Uh, Tango Squad. Adidas. Mm -hmm. And then this is cool. Yeah, this is from Seoul, Korea, by the way. Oh. I got it there while I was there. Um, I didn't pack enough clothes, and it was during winter, and I froze. And so I ran into a store, <laughs> and I oh picked this up. No, that's great. Okay. Like the dark denim, um, Adidas Stan shoes, Smith. Yeah, Stan I have Smith. these in right, green. Cool. Like, yeah. I used to make fun of them. My boyfriend has them, and I was like, those look like bowling shoes. You're, you look ridiculous. And then I So he had them. the old school green uh, Stan Smiths, and you didn't like them? No, I thought they were so ugly. Okay. And then... Now they're like the most hottest thing right now, right? Yeah, and I wear them too, so. Okay, so he's a, like a groundbreaker. I guess in my mind. Okay. How long ago was this when you were doing that though? I don't know, I like maybe like nine months ago. Nine months ago, okay. yeah, so he's early on it, right? Yeah, I guess. You know, that's, okay, so, <laughs> quick story. So like if you go to Nordstrom's, right, mm -hmm. and you know you go to like the shoe department section. Yeah. Uh, all of the, the shoes on display right now are Adidas, and they're not like, the ultra boosts and all that which are mm -hmm. popping yeah. but the old school stance yeah so like the green the blue right those are the ones that are displayed so that's like they're yeah. really pushing it and those are the ones that are hot totally so if it was nine months ago that means he's early he's mm -hmm. either really early or he was just like way off and just got lucky one or the other i'll make him choose i'll tell him tonight and he'll okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so then fashion blogging but you're no longer into that no i mean it's no okay so now you're you're focused more on the acting side of things, right? Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I still enjoy Instagram as a platform for me to kind of merge the two, like social commentary in a sense, or just what I'm wearing, what I'm doing. But it's, it's become less focused about, like, brands and style. I guess. Okay. I don't know. And now you're in L.A.? Yeah. Okay, so contrast uh, San Francisco with uh, L.A., and why'd you move down? Um, well, I came to LA by means of San Diego. So San Diego was very mm. much of a, like a college town experience for me. It was you very, went to school. There. Yeah, I went to UC San Diego, but that's in La Jolla, so it was very mellow. So okay. I needed to kind of come out of that very like waspy mm -hmm. neighborhood right. La Jolla stuff. So okay. I moved to LA, but I always knew I wanted to move to LA because I want, was um, studying visual art film there. Um, but back in the day, I was at the conservatory, so I always been into acting. So I came out here, I worked in production for a bit, and then realized that that wasn't for me, um, and then took a break from everything, okay. and reevaluated my life, and then I realized that acting is always what I've been into, and okay. finally just decided to just go full gear and pursue it. So, All right. so let's take a little bit of a step back and go into the San Francisco, yeah. or San Diego uh, yeah. Yeah. college years, right? Yeah. So you didn't go to San Diego State University, which is like a crazy party school, yeah. and you went to... UCSD, which is yeah. a good school, but at the yeah. same time you're in San Diego, so you can kind of dabble into that, right? Right. I used to go to San Diego all the time. Oh, you did. Yeah, for my old life lifetime. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, for work I used to Gosh. I actually used to sell to the military, whatever. But anyway, yeah. so San Diego has a huge Navy presence. Yeah, Camp yeah, yeah exactly. of course. So yeah. I was there every week. Wow. And uh, so tell us like the San Diego when you were there for school. Mm -hmm. um, you know how was that like? Uh, I mean. To be honest, when I look back on it, like San Diego is a great place to study because it's it's quiet enough for you to not have too many distractions, but it's fun enough that on the weekends you can actually just go out and explore. But like I didn't find it very inspiring, which is at the time I was very frustrated with it, but it's good because it kind of motivated me to like 
leave San Diego because I think okay. some people, some of my friends are still in San Diego, but it makes sense for their career. But for my sense of direction, I just I knew I needed to get out. Yeah, you don't strike me as like the Pacific Beach type crowd. But I did live in PB. Oh, you did? Okay. It was kind of... So PB, so explain to Joseph. Do you know PB crowd? Okay. Okay, okay. Well, 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 I, okay I, so he's I, the surfer crowd, so no, he knows what's up there. I, I, I've done the, the wave house, like the oh, artificial yeah. wave thing there. Okay. But I mean, it was yeah. just cool. PB's kind of like the bro crowd, right? It's totally bros, like yeah. Santa Monica on steroids, yeah. but right. it was, it, it worked when I was in college. It okay. was cheap. It was fun. Yeah. So, but I got that out of my system, okay. so now I'm totally happy, like living on the east side in LA. More settled. I'm like so more, cool. more chill. So you say yeah. east side of LA, right? So you're yeah. talking about, but you're talking about K Town. Yeah, I live in K Town. Okay. Yeah. So how is the, the K Town experience? It's great. Mm. I mean, I love being so central to everything. I definitely live right in the hub of everything. Mm. Um, first two years, definitely, it was like a crazy time where I would just go out every night, all the time. Okay. But I think that was necessary too. For me to just that was a requirement, right? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta learn that, incorporate that. I needed to party I, for two years. Yeah, it was a requirement for my, you know, life experience. It's just it's funny, yeah. like, yeah, it's like it kind of just changes you yeah. in, in like ways that you're not expected to. Like when I was in college, I was a vegetarian for two years, and then I came to K Town, and there was so much Korean barbecue around yeah. me, and I was just like, fuck it. Okay, top top uh, number one. Okay, so after two years, what's the number one barbecue place in K Town? Donald John. Dong Il Jung. Okay, where is that on? What street? It's on 8th and Hobart, I believe. 8th and Hobart, okay. Wait, don't quote me. Yeah. But it's so good. Okay. It's very authentic. Like, it's not like, you know, I love quarters, don't get me wrong, but quarters right. plays like EDM trap music, and it's oh, like, okay. but it's, good. it's great. It's all about the, the, the full in, environment and experience is what you're talking about, True. Right? Also, yeah. there's no line, so. Okay, yeah, quarters like, has like crazy lines, I don't right? like doing that, yeah. yeah. it's a pain. Right. It's a pain, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's great. All right. I love Kramer. Mine is the one I went with you guys last okay. time. Where'd you guys know. go? It's like this huge spot. Yeah, know, yeah. Totally He's talking bad. about the uh, the nightclub slash Korean barbecue, There's which one. is uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Budepo. Where is that? Budepo on like uh, Wilshire, and it's at east Third of Vermont. Ports. There's a couple of them, yeah. but Budepo is like it's a Korean barbecue place, and it's all you can eat. Oh, wow. It's good. And then as soon as it's like like nine ten, all of a sudden it turns into like nightclub. <laughs> it's like eating and dancing and Are like you... the, yeah. It's Wait, like... at your table though? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like a the with give... food. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a Korean barbecue place, but it's like a nightclub environment. Like yeah. the vibe, you know what I mean? That's like legit. the music, yeah. the, the, the lights, <laughs> and like every every other table is celebrating some kind of birthday party or yeah. event. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. fun. Yeah. That's like a hybrid. Yeah, as soon as we can wrap this up, we're well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when it's like 12. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's good awesome. spot. Okay, so you're you're uh, focusing on acting, right? Yeah. So how does that, what, what's your like weekly schedule like then in terms of like your career and what you're trying to pursue? Then? It's it's actually, it's, it's kind of all over the place. Like some yeah. weeks I'll have like two auditions and then one self-tape and other weeks I'm kind of just like twiddling my thumb, like just praying for something to happen. Yeah, yeah the just, acting life, right? Yeah. It's so strange. Like I think my emotions have totally been messed with through this like process. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you just got to kind of just work on yourself all day and just like submit your own stuff and like talk to your agent and like be proactive about everything. But you never know. Like <clears throat> some weeks I'll be crazy and some weeks I'm just like, why am I doing this? So... But for now, like the past year, I've been, it's been really steady, so I'm really lucky for that. Okay, good, good. So then uh, as an actress, what would be like the ultimate goal and, and you know, kind of the, the path? The path, well, for now, I say like five years, because mm -hmm. that's as far as I'm willing to look. Um, I'd love to be on a show, because I think that kind of provides you with 
a day-to-day regimen or like a family. I mean, I'd love to be on set for anything because it just makes me happy. But I think a show is just, it's kind of best of both worlds that you have the excitement of like being on set as well as like somewhat of a structure season by season. But it sounds like you want consistency and also like a consistent paycheck, right? Oh yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? No, no, no. So you're talking about like a TV show, right? Yeah, but I mean, obviously, like any movie, any director, like yeah. that I look up to would be great. Like, who are some of the directors that you uh, look up to? Then? Um, Aaron Kronofsky. I love like Herzog, but he does documentaries, so I don't know how I would fit in there. But um, yeah, I mean. So these are like serious documentaries that are not necessarily or like movie roles that you would have, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I'm necessarily interested in, in commercial in terms of like like doing something that's a franchise. I mean, okay. I, I'd be very happy to, mm. but ultimately, like, I just want to work with people that are kind of on the same page right. creatively. Okay. TV shows right now, like, are pretty hot, right? Like mm-hmm. Netflix, especially like the original series, they're very popular. Yeah. There's no stigma between uh, going between like uh, movies and, and, and TV now, right? Like, yeah, the platform no, totally. is just kind of blurred, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, are you into like Netflix? Uh, oh my God. I think I've probably watched all of Netflix shows. Like, my yeah. boyfriend always complains that we don't have anything to watch together because okay. I just watch them on Every my own. Every single one on your own? Yeah. So then, okay. What are some of the Netflix shows you like? Then? Um, well, The Fall just came out, Black Mirror, yeah. The Killing. I like murder stuff. Really dark stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of scary, man. Wives, <laughs> wives with knives. What? Was that a show, or did you just no, come no. up with that right now? You just said that about me? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, killer murder shows. And you're into that, series. too? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Really? It's interesting. Good. Okay, the dark stuff, huh? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like that, and then I combat it with, like, a daily dose of you know, I watch The Daily Show with Trevor Noah or John Stewart, like, every day. So mm. it's kind of nice to start off my day with that. I kind of have, like, a routine. I watch that, and then I, like, browse, and I'm like, okay, it's time to watch, like, Veep or something. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Dirty Old Dutch Man. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, it's a line I created about a year ago, and it was just stuff that I kind of made for myself in a yeah. sense. Like, I w- was, like, obsessed with the idea of wearing, like, a crew neck with, like, a slogan that's very like small and not like crazy like street style all over the place and then people were just like oh like I like this make this for me and I was like oh okay well maybe there's a business in here okay. so I started that and I like, started shipping stuff out I must say like lately we've kind of been on like a back order system because just like too much stuff is going on with like my life to mm-hmm. Like so, so basically, if we put an order, and we're not gonna get it for like no, six you will, you will, you okay. will. I'm just saying, I'm not like actively promoting it okay. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Say with my jewelry line, like mm-hmm. it was. I'm just like. So you have a jewelry line as well. Yeah, it's okay. called Via Heidi, and it's like I'm wearing. V I Heidi. Via. Via. Oh, yeah. Okay. Via so, like, Heidi. My... Is that that Dutch accent throws me off every time? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, go ahead um, and show that. Yeah. This oh wait, is, this can part you? Yeah, yeah, this is like it. Well, can we zoom in on that? Can you? That's pretty cool. Um. So you made that. Or yeah. you designed it? No, I made it. And I do okay. a lot of, like, assemblage where I take okay. vintage pieces and, like, mm. reassemble it with other vintage pieces. So, like, a lot of them are one of a kind. Yeah. yeah. Or just, like, gold right. necklaces. But, yeah, also, like, I've just been so busy that sometimes the passion turns into a, like, a mandatory thing where, that, and that's you where I draw that, the line. Right. Yeah. So, art. Okay. So then do you do anything, uh, is it all women's line? Because I, I, would you rock this or are you into that? Oh, you would. I'm I'm, maybe some rings, I don't know, but. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. Is, is that also your, your stuff? No, this isn't Etsy, so. <laughs> that's, 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 
<laughs> so then, is it just uh, you know earrings, or do you? No, have it's also necklaces, necklaces mostly because okay. I have like really bad contact dermatitis allergies that I can't wear anything that's fake. Mm. Okay. So I have to be either like gold or silver. So okay. that's kind of how it started. All right. So you have the jewelry line, and then your the fashion that you're dabbling into the line. Yeah. How'd you come up with that name, by the way? That's like which one? The dirty old Dutch man. I'm oh, not sure because if that's I, like I, appealing to. I mean, no, but it might be appealing so, to him, so but I don't know. It throws me <laughs> off a little bit. Okay, no. So yeah. that that was kind of like an antithesis of everything that I was in a sense, and I was okay. very aware of like sexism and racism mm. in a sense. So I was like, I'm not a woman. Okay. So it's like. Dirty, but dirty is just fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Dirty, I'm not old. Okay. I'm, I'm Dutch, but I'm German and Chinese by nature, so, okay. and I'm not a man. Okay. But it's also like when I was actually working at a Scala, sometimes I would DJ there. Um, at a Scala? Yeah, okay. thanks to Chino. Yeah, shout, yeah. Out. shout out to Chino at a Scala. Yeah, man. that's the best place in K-Town. You should totally go there. But, um, so I was just like joking with him. I was like, oh, my name, my DJ's name. Your DJ Dirty. name was Dirty Old Dutch Man. Kind of, it, okay. Yeah. All right. So it just, I was just like, it was just a joke, and I thought it was funny. Do you still do any kind of DJs at all? Like, you know? Anything? No. No? But you can't. I mean, I can't do it on vinyl. I can mm -hmm. do it on, like, Serato. But okay. I don't know if that Got counts. It. All right. So what about music, then? What, what kind of music are you into? To be honest, like, anything. I know that mm. everyone says, like, oh, I'm, like, so eclectic about my music taste, but mm. anything. I mean, but I think deep down, I think okay. folk music, if I hear... Did you say, say folk music? How do you say folk? folk? Yeah, no, folk as in like, uh, I'm thinking tambourines and. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. For some reason, it always just strikes like this chord in my heart. Okay. Are we talking like gypsy folk music or what are I we talking about? We're talking about like, yeah, like very. Give us some, uh, are there any uh, bands or groups that we may recognize that what you mean about that particular genre? It's just, it's just like my bread and butter, I think, would okay. be like Joan Baez. Okay. Um, She's just amazing. She's from the okay. 60s. She used to be like Dylan's girlfriend. Okay. And like my mom raised me on that basically. Mm -hmm. And then right now uh, it evolved into like Ryan Bingham. Okay. Who, he's more like Americana country folk. But Are there are there more like, okay, so I mean he's, he's more into music than I am. Okay. So like or is this more like, uh, are there like modern editions of it that you know of? That, you know what I mean? Yeah, folk? so I'd say Ryan Bingham in okay. a sense. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. I think it's like a random thing. What kind of music would that be like? How would you rock to that? It's have, it doesn't sound like workout music. Like it doesn't sound like music that I would put on the, my playlist in order to lift or work out, it sounds, right? It sounds like driving music. Okay, so driving music. It's definitely road trip music. Okay, like if on a vacation driving, not yeah, exactly. stuck in LA traffic music. No? Okay, yeah. no, okay, okay, okay. That's that's a whole different like area. Yeah, okay. Like working out music, traffic music. Mm -hmm. I like can't listen right. to that. No, but yeah. like okay, so your playlist, like yeah. what would be you know what's on your current playlist that you would listen to? Like you know some yeah. of the oh, artists or songs. Absolutely, uh, Maggie Rogers, Alaska, yeah. and Dog Dog Years are like right up there. Um, Marabou State, I think okay. those are like those two artists. I feel like I have to see live in the next year okay. before us all go crazy. Um, and then who else? Like driving music, I like listening to Mahi Jordan. Okay. Like. Just like, yeah. I'll get annoyed like, with drivers. Like yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I missed him at the Fonda. So pissed. Yeah. But. All right, what's on your playlist? I, I and be I, honest, because you know, don't be embarrassed by your playlist. All right. Well, my playlist is okay. like my oh. SoundCloud. So like, okay. I don't. I just dig through my stream. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just like, if I like, if I hear something that I like, I'll like it, and then I'll go back, and then I'll plug everything onto like my monitors, yeah. my, my controller. And then I'll kind of just hear it loud and see if the volumes are right. And then, yeah. then I'll convert it into like a track and then whatever. Oh, so you make your own stuff. No, like I just like dig, like 
specific music that I like. And then okay. Like I'll convert it and then Got I'll it. like. But he also does a little bit of DJing. Yeah, like DJing. Yeah, like a little, yeah, like a little bit. Yeah. Like, so I'll like let's mix. Let's, we can make like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. A, a group here and then I'll be the manager. I'll take yeah. 90%. <laughs> No, 80, 10, that, 10, excuse 80. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that that's kind of like when I listen to music, I'll go to SoundCloud. And yeah, I mean, like, that's a great platform. Yeah. yeah. I'll go back to it and listen to it, and I'll be like, okay, this is worth converting. Yeah. This is worth, like, trying to, you know, blend in with other tracks that kind of sound similar to. So what's your DJ name? I, I don't have one. I just, I go by my initials, which is JLA, which is oh. Joe Samar, Leonidas Arulema. But oh wow! This is my like, initials, JLA. I don't, JLA. I don't understand a word that you just said right now. Yeah, it's, Starting it's, from my it's poor name is. Huh? <laughs> it's Portuguese. All right. Uh, it's JLA. JLA. I don't even know why it's Portuguese when you're Ecuadorian and they speak Spanish <laughs> in Ecuador. I know, I know. Right. Jo- well, Joe Samar is like a famous Brazilian soccer player. Okay. From back in the day. Okay. Look, this guy's all he's all proud. He's like, something like that. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, so the whole okay, let's get uh, take it back to soccer now. So then. Uh, you get to, uh, do you have a chance to play at all nowadays, or is that something that you would like to do? I mean, like I said, I played a lot in high school, mm. but then college, and then... You didn't play for, but did you play for your high school team? Yeah, or? I did. You did? Yeah, yeah I okay. did. Okay, what position did you play? I played mid on the right. On the right? Yeah. I mean, okay. it was good. I was, I was like, decent. decent. I don't think I was great, were but... Were you, like, four years of JV, or, like, how decent were you? Um, like, it was, like, JV vars, so, okay. it was, yeah, it was not bad, but I also think... It was weird coming from like a ballet background. But, <laughs> I would think, right? But at like, the same yeah. time, like a lot of like professional like soccer players mm. take ballet to kind of really? like, yeah, no, that. yeah, yeah. There's, okay. That's like a known thing because like yeah. coordination wise, like yeah. balance wise, everything is about like the torso and like the contracting of it. So um, that kind of helped out in a really strange way that I yeah. never foresaw. But like at the same time, I hate running. So you don't like running, okay? I hate you don't seem you don't strike to me as like a physical type player. Like, do you ever get into any like uh, you know scuffles uh, or fights or anything like in high school? Yeah, it was weird. I didn't see that. Like, it's the same like when you're driving, you don't think you're an angry driver until someone mm. cuts you off and then you like release this side of you crazy. that you're just uh-huh. like that kind of. It was like nestled in me, but I never had a time to like release it. So when on the field, uh-huh. I was kind of like shocked by myself. Really? I was, like, Did you get any uh, red cards? No, I think okay. like everyone was too like angry and okay. just like on that level, but. Okay. I remember one time we were practicing in a park and some random girl just ran up to me and she's like, she like elbowed me. Mm. She wasn't even part of our team or the <laughs> training. And she's like, you better not be wearing that color. I was mm. wearing a purple shirt. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what's wrong with purple shirt? I don't know. Okay. So I was just like really confused. And I just remember like trying to run after her. But I was <laughs> okay. like, oh my God. But I was very angry. Right. <laughs> okay, with soccer style and, you know, the, the, the fusion of fashion and soccer, mm-hmm. right, world that's happening nowadays, what what brands resonate with you? Like what you know? What do you like to wear from a, a, a clothing or gear perspective? Then I kind of like wearing stuff that I mean. Right now I'm wearing like a I don't know. It's like an athletic mm-hmm. kind of jersey. Sure. No, it's like very basic and calm. It's like a sweatshirt. Okay. Um, but then with something more tailored and more like classic in a mm-hmm. sense. So like white jeans, and then maybe your shoes can be a little bit more special. So I'm wearing like rose gold. Sandals with a heel. Go ahead and throw it up so they can see. I don't think I can do it. Can I? Oh, you're a ballet, like, no, old oh, flexibility, right? Yeah, no. yeah, right? I mean, it's weird. I uh-huh. Yeah. It's just like a mix of, like, being effortless but then making an effort. Okay. So then how long uh, does it did it take you Does it take you normally to, you know, like, choose your outfit for the day? Well, I wore this all weekend, so. Okay. So what is it, like, your third day wearing this? Well, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. 
okay. It's all right, yeah. Okay. But usually, like, my, my weekend outfits are a little bit more... Casual or nicer? Nice, not nice. I wouldn't say this is nice, but just, like, what you I feel good. You put more thought in. into it. Yeah, okay. kind of. I so guess. then on a day-to-day basis, you just kind of, like, I'm yeah. just, like, bumming it. Okay, right. What about soccer gear then, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, companies and brands? Like, what kind of cleats did you wear then in high school? Adidas okay. all the time. Copa like, Mundials, or what did you wear? Um, just, I don't even Whatever know. Whatever Adidas Yeah, kinda... Climalite, the, the okay. shorts are always so good. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes Nikes, but then I feel like a conflict of interest. Like, okay. even right now, I would. As in you don't want to mix brands or what? Yeah, because I, one time I went to Lock and Key and I was wearing Nike shoes and you Adidas cross shirts. Dress. You can't cross yeah. dress. And people, like, my friend was like, you can't fucking go with us to Lock okay. and Key. And I was like, why? She's right. like, you can't do that. You don't lock and key? You do? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a given. Like, yes. yeah. yeah, lock and key. Uh, you would get shit over there for the yeah, doing famous bar over there, right? But the thing about him is he's been lock and key like 10 times and he still can't open the door. Oh, you know what I mean? oh <laughs> my God. It's <laughs> okay. Well, that says more about him than the right. door. <laughs> yeah. too, too, too much pre partying in the car. Oh, okay. <laughs> get in. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but back long time ago, what's funny is like when you would like rock gear and clothes, mm-hmm. it was uncool to be all one brand really yeah like you know wow so like if you were all like head to toe in adidas or head to toe like fitted in nike yeah. it was like uncool like hey you're like taking too much time to yeah you know wear four of the nike huh. clothes now yeah. it's like it looks odd yeah true. like if you're wearing like three stripes and then a nike shirt or a top, you know what i mean it yeah. looks kind of thrown off but back in the days it was like wow. you did that on purpose mm-hmm. it's kind of weird how fashion has kind of changed that's, yeah that's right. crazy i didn't know that yeah 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 i'm a little older than you so <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> thanks for that heidi <laughs> All right. So then, what about uh, in the in the upcoming future? Now, what are some of the things that you're hoping to do in the next like six months to a year? Then, um, in the six, well, right now I'm signing with new agents, so that's okay. really exciting. Is um, your old agency no? No, but I mean they're in, <laughs> they're in different like okay, different uh, spheres of okay, like so engagement. They're not gonna collide or no, 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 okay, no, no, no. So for sure. you're not going to drop your. <laughs> That's good, and I just, I mean, I have, like, a couple projects that I'm really excited about lined up, but I don't know if it's just my personality, but I'm always very, like, hesitant to talk yeah. about them unless I have them sure. in written Optimistically form. cautious. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, so I just, I don't want to jinx anything, but right now they're looking good, mm. so I'm, I'm pretty excited about them. Okay. So. Is there any opportunity for like two male models to be involved in that project? That yeah, you, might you should. You just, just not me, me, him, and him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like. Any, yeah. Any, yeah, yeah. So what? What? Uh, yeah. So without getting too much into detail, what? What area is it? The, um, the acting, acting, music. What yeah, is, they're yeah. in the feature film in the okay. like spectrum, and then mm. like a thing I can talk about, like we're finishing up this short film I did. Mm. So they were saying maybe go to Chicago in December, but I'm totally fine waiting till when it gets less cold. So. Okay. Good, good. No. Okay, I guess the last topic kind of uh, is so, like social media, mm-hmm. right? Um, how do you engage with uh, social media from your perspective? Because it doesn't look like you're actively, I mean, there's a lot of people that are like heavily yeah. self-promoting, but yeah. you don't strike me and, uh, you know, I look through your Instagram yeah. and you're not, you don't, you don't really, you know, that's not about you, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of, for me, it's like a, a love-hate relationship where sometimes I do find myself like wanting to post more, but at the same time... I, I just, I can't get behind it. Just like the same with fashion blogging. And I think that's why, like, when you look at it from, like, a theoretical sense, like, my numbers are stagnant at a certain point. But it's just, I don't feel like it's authentic if I keep posting stuff. Like, I can't be justified to posting, like, selfies all the time Mm -hmm. or just things I don't. You want to post just for the sake of posting. Yeah, exactly. But I think that nowadays that that business model is thriving. But 
I just need to, I, I, I can't for now. Okay. It's a funky dynamic too, because I think when it comes to like acting and yeah. actors and actresses, right, right? Right. They're not really social media because they need to, they need to blend into their role. Right. right? And so and if you know too much of their personal life, like Leonardo DiCaprio never, you yeah, know what I mean? He's, just, not, he's not posting and yet he's the number one actor in the world. You yeah. Know? And it's, it's just too much energy that I would have to divert to something that I'm not super passionate about. Okay. In a sense. So you're not totally engaged in that. No. And but, sometimes I would like delete my Instagram for like really? a day. But. Okay. Right, I, we can understand. Right? You delete your Snapchats after 15 seconds, no. right? Regrettable Snapchats. What? Okay. No well, way. what time frame? Does like, come like 12 p.m. 30. Like, oh, like, I like just. I don't want to see that. All of a sudden, it's deleted. Right. Oh my god. Right? <laughs> Snapchat is the devil. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't even use it. I'm not. I'm not even. Okay. Don't, he doesn't yeah, use it, but he he so uses it. He uploads it and then deletes it like two minutes it later. He just sends like Crazy. weird Snapchats yeah, to no, people. Weird no. snaps. We That's don't need to know. Yeah. Yeah. You want to shout out your Snapchat? Uh, no, I'm no. Good. do it. <laughs> You're good? Come on. Okay. No. No. So then uh, out of the social media ones, which are the ones that you, you know, are you big on Twitter at all? Or Instagram? No, Facebook? I don't think. What are you, what are you into? I don't think I've tweeted for like years. It's okay. just Instagram because I okay. agree. Like I like that visual aspect. Of right. Yeah. That's more of the artistic side. Yeah. But you don't tweet. Nah. Okay. Yeah, like, I, like same here with Instagram. Mm. It's just like the visual, like the aesthetic, yeah. Yeah. the actual photography or whatever you're taking is kind of cool to just you know, yeah. post up. But you're, I totally agree with yeah. you. Like, no one cares what I have to say anyways. Yeah, like, like I'm kind of I'm kind of a private person, so I don't like people knowing where I'm at, what I'm doing. You know, it's too yeah. crazy. It's just too much yeah. sometimes. So. I don't even post on Facebook anymore except during the elections. Okay, so that's just more of like your friends and family kind that's of thing. That's just my like surveillance. Okay, so you spy on people. <laughs> really? No, not even. I don't even have the app on my phone because I don't uh, care. I feel like okay. Facebook just makes you feel like shit about yourself after a while. Okay, really? I get that from Instagram actually. Yeah, so. same. That's why sometimes okay. I need to go on a detox. So. Okay. Um, okay. God, yeah. All right, so then uh, if uh, people want to know more about you, right, what yeah. would be the, the, the platform that you would uh, more be most comfortable with from a public perspective? I mean, ironically, it would still be Instagram. Okay. But, I mean, I kind of been working on, like, a website just to put all my ideas in one place, but I just can't find anything that I'm, like, aesthetically behind. So mm-hmm. I just need to find a good portfolio. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Any other uh, last words that you want to share with us before we uh, sign off here? No, I think this has been, like, a great Monday morning. I'm excited for, sure. for this. <laughs> um, I'm excited for the world and soccer and urban pitches. All right. Awesome. Go Lamar. Uh, shout out to you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, All right. Awesome. Fun. Okay, great. Thanks again for joining us on the Urban Pitch Podcast. Beautiful game of life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.